Come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> Dear listener, you've stumbled onto the darkest corner of the internet. Welcome to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast, which happens right here on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and other fine podcast repositories. Every Saturday, there's a new episode where we talk about movies. movies. We watch a movie, then we talk about Watching a movie. Them, talking about And you love it. You're going to love it because we're taking over your world. These are the internet radio superstars. What will I do with your world? Sean. Uh, Brent. Travis. Jenny. And I'm Colin. And tonight's movie was chosen by Brent. Brent, what did we watch tonight? The Beach. Q Lightning. Q Thunder. That's right. Two explosions? We don't know what that is. Is it a snake, a cat, a hiss? Vampire. He kind of looks like a cat. I thought it was a cat. It It could be a snake because he drank snake. I thought it was a snake. Yeah. Yeah, So, yes, of course, we're talking Leonardo DiCaprio. The Beach. Yes, we watched Leonardo DiCaprio. The Beach. Not Bette Midler. No. All right. So, this is from the year 2000. It's directed by Danny Boyle. Mm-hmm. Danny Boyle, been nominated for Oscar for directing, I think, for something. Slumdog yes, Millionaire. <laughs> One for Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I think so. I remember following his early career with some enthusiasm because mm-hmm. his first movie was called Shallow Grave, which if you haven't seen this movie, it's kind of a Hitchcockian thriller. Uh, Scottish. You should check it out. It's really good. It's got Ewan McGregor in it. Then his next movie was Train Spotting. Mm-hmm. Really good. With Ewan McGregor. Then his next movie, he went big time to Hollywood. And what the hell was the name of the thing? It was Cameron Diaz and Ewan McGregor. And it was called... Uh, I don't remember what it was called. called. Who was in it? Some Kind of Wonderful. No, it was uh, Can't Take It With You. No. (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) (laughs) The new romantic guy. (laughs) From Danny Boyle. Can't Can't Take It With You. Captain Google is on the case. It's like, like, yeah, I can see it. It's about like these angels that are. Angels? Yeah, because it's Delroy Lindo and Holly Hunter are angels and they're tracking. Holly Hunter's an angel. uh, Ewan McGregor and Cameron Diaz because they're like. What? In love? Yeah. yeah it was really weird it's, and not yeah. entirely good. I know what you're talking about, though. It has a name like that. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So his fourth movie doesn't star Lee or uh, Ewan <laughs> McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> it's called The Beach. The Beach. And I've always heard, anyway, that there was some sort of falling out between uh, Danny Boyle and Ewan McGregor. And I guess Ewan McGregor was supposed to play the DiCaprio part in the beach, but something happened. I don't know what it was, but was it there was... Star Wars? Uh, <laughs> oh, this was 2000. So oh, yeah, was Star that, Wars was 99, right? Was it? Yeah. A Life Less Ordinary. A, a Life Less Ordinary. You go play your Obi-Wan Kenobi <laughs> or whatever that is. <laughs> We're going to be making the beach. <laughs> and everyone's going to hear about it. I got this new guy. <laughs> well, ironically, Leonardo DiCaprio turned down a movie at the same time that I was kind of hoping that he would do. What? American Psycho. To really? make the beach. Yeah. Because uh, that was after Titanic. Because his star I'm was glad. on the rise with uh, Romeo and Juliet and Titanic. So this was the movie that after he like became a big fucking you know, deal in Hollywood, you went to go see. The beach. The beach. Even though this movie, like, I can see how, I don't know, to me this... 
I mean, two totally different movies, but I can see how this character is a little similar that, to, to that of Patrick Bateman, right? That's the guy from little bit, yeah. Psycho. Because, like, in this movie, I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio, I mean, he's just kind of like a, I don't know, he's like a liar in this movie, right? I mean, he's this mm-hmm. dude that's always covering up for his choices, right? And he's, like, doing it desperately. Like, no, 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 please, 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 don't do it, no, no. <laughs> it's like, god damn, you know, this guy, you know, but... But I mean, I appreciate it. I like that as a character. I like how this movie just fucking goes right from the get go. Right, you know, you get a little few titles on the screen, but then he's like, "I'm in Bangkok," you know, looking for lady boys or doing whatever. That fucking- <laughs> <laughs> he said he doesn't want to do what the regular tourists do, so he's probably looking for lady boys. <laughs> yeah, he's a backpacker, right? I mean, he's kind of doing his so whatever, like, going off guys. to see the world or whatever. Well, Left it all behind. That's what's so interesting is the fact that I mean the. F- first half hour of this movie is talking about wanting to find something different something not like home something not like americans do but all the choices that he makes like he's like he's, calling, he's like an american coming into he's a, calling everybody a dumbass right he's like you people watch tvs you fucking watch movies <laughs> yeah you play game boy but by the time it's it like, gets we're to watching the, a fucking fuck beach, <laughs> like, oh, he's so fucking everything up I mean, I'm jumping ahead, but it's because he's an American, you know, like with that American mentality. Mm. Like that. Look at that. Hating on Americans already. Americans in the audience. <laughs> well, we don't hate you. Well, it's we not hate you. Yeah. We <laughs> love that you're listening I mean, it's to definitely it. that. It's the character. It's definitely that. I mean, I, fuck, I do that sometimes, right? I've been watching movies nonstop for 33 years. Sometimes I'm like, I'm a fucking loser <laughs> like i just watch fucking movies just assimilated you know it's just bullshit right i mean even the best movie what do i do podcast about that. yeah but i don't yeah, we took do. it to the next level it's like let's talk about yeah, it this somehow this somehow like validates it a little better like oh i got pocket we gotta talk about shit you know we gotta review it we gotta scrutinize it like it matters but yeah he's talking, he's talking about how oh you know you even i do like that because yeah as soon as i i mean i was in the military when i get to a hotel yeah turn on the tv and you're whatever oh seinfeld you know you're just looking for something that's familiar to you well, it you makes know. a good case for that, right? I mean, you are in a strange environment. You don't know the customs. You don't know what's going on. You got people offering you uh, snake, snake blood, blood you yeah. know, to drink. And, you know, that's kind of weird. So you just kind of retreat and, you know, veg well, out well, so on a, TV. As a society, we're still very – I mean, even in the worst-case scenario, we're still pretty comfortable. So that's why, like, I mean – yeah, I'm also not going to jump way ahead, but I mean, people were playing their Game Boys at the beat because it's like, dude, once you get pretty good at living a lifestyle, you get into the the just the technologies yeah. and the storytelling, the shit to waste time, right? Because yeah. if you're not surviving, you're just, hey, let's fucking think of a game or some dumb shit. Well, you know? yeah, I mean, early on, I mean, it seems like a novelty to start your own civilization, but ultimately that's what, you know, everyone did through time to create the civilization that we're at now. So eventually if they set up, stayed on that beach, it would be like, you know, I mean, they, they would become like, uh, depending on how many people are American there, but it would, be, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not no, saying, no, I'm not saying Americans. Yeah, humans bring civilization with it's them. The it's human not necessarily, ego is the yeah, enemy of the beach, right? I, yeah. yeah, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> those goddamn wrong. Americans I'm fucking not, everything up. It might be true, right? Because, okay, let's it see. Would eventually get to like, we, like, like he inv- invites two French, uh, a French couple, 
man and woman to go to the beach with him after Daffy, that guy. Why is everybody Robert Carlyle. like Looney Tunes? Like, what was yeah. her? Uh, well, Daffy, yeah. Bugs is the her husband. Yeah, her Bugs yeah. is, what's her name? Fuck uh, Sal. Sal. No, the actress. Oh. oh. Yeah. Tell Not an actress story. known for giving a lot of warmth on screen. I've noticed it was like no, everything. She's a cold. <laughs> yeah, stone cold. But that's why you cast her, right? I mean, yeah, she, I think so. That's she yeah, has that look. She's very cold. Yeah, her typecast a yeah. bit now. Right from the beginning, you don't know you don't know anything about this character, Leo's character, Richard, other than he's looking for something new. You know, he's at that point in his life where he's bored, or you know, he's he's tired of. The way his life is, so he's going. Make him this, sound like an old man. He has too well, much money. That's his problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the only family that we know about, and you don't find out till the end, is his mom and his dad. Other than like a phone call, I believe. Mm-hmm. But he's there, and he's just trying all these wacky new things. You know, like snake blood. Like why not mm-hmm. try all these things? Um, and then yeah, he meets Daffy, and I don't know why he connects with. Daffy the way he does because this guy I mean I guess it's because Daffy's not like the other tourists he's Daffy is because it's interesting that like they show all the other tourists watching Apocalypse Now Mm -hmm. you know they're in this they've they're in this third world country or they've gone you know on this this not that they're all Americans French whatever British Australian whatever it is they're all there to experience something new and they're all sitting around watching a movie together well, but, watching a movie in a new plate. No, I'm kidding. That's nothing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Have you never seen Apocalypse Now in Thailand? Well, no, yeah. I, I, I would probably <laughs> they really too. appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> the people were, oh, that's great. <laughs> but just, the, I mean, the idea that uh, I think that uh, Leo's appetite for something new, you know, something different than his mundane life, the way that he sees it is he's starved for something new that this Daffy character is like nothing he's ever seen before. You know, at first it's, it's he's a little bit annoying because I think he thinks he's just like some, you know, crazy stoner or whatever. But then when he hears about this beach and this idea, you know, this mythical place, that's like, like he is, he he's ready for it. You know, he's hungry for that. And Daffy's the perfect salesman. For well, it. yeah. Cause Daffy's just sitting there screaming about how, you know, society, I mean, he's basically screaming into the very ideas that, that they say, this is a guy who came from the beach. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah. Uh, who's he from transpotting? Yeah. He was uh Bigby. Bigby. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about, uh, the, the actor's name is Robert Carlyle. Robert. Yeah, yeah Robert. So he's like yelling about, oh, you're all parasites and yeah, da 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 do 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 do, you know, all that jazz. And of course, that, you know, yeah. gets into Leo of like, of course. But that feeds into, I guess, the idea that, you know, that maybe what we're talking about, maybe this is what the movie is trying to get at is that idea that, like, you know, all these carefree uh, vacationers, tourists are kind of, you know, the idea that we keep seeing repeated over and over again in movies, the theme that man is a plague, that, you know, you had these perfect, uh, you know, lush gardens, and then man came in and fucking ruined it all. So, like, Leo is part of that group, and 
you know, kind of wants to get, you know, remove himself from it, right? He's the, yeah. That's I mean, what's appealing, I think, and what resonates with the idea of the movie. I mean, I remember, you know, and it still happens, you know, the idea of, like, just kind of giving up your entire life and fucking taking off on an adventure. Oh, well, I'm doing it. Backpacking like across wherever the We all are. Just giving it up. <laughs> Saying, fuck this shit. We all are. Taking off. <coughs> yeah. But the idea that you're going to create a perfect utopia, right? Once you get there, it's going to be idealistic yeah. forever. <laughs> but the thing that you don't ever plan on is bringing, you know, you're your going own, there. Yeah, you're, you're exactly. Yeah, that's the problem is you're going there. I mean, that's what I love about, I mean, any like research uh, you do into like shit. There's a really interesting uh, documentary you guys need to see called The Galapagos or the Galapagos experiment. I think it's called the Galapagos experiment in the thirties. Uh, this uh, married couple, or I don't know if they were married, but they decide we're going to fucking go live on the Galapagos islands and fucking just, you know, whatever, you know, we're going to live off the land, be by ourselves, not live a man's fucking bullshit. Well, it became like a sensation, you know, the news spread around the world, it became mm. a sensation. And then like, well, a few other people moved, decided to do the same thing. And then a few other people, then before you know, there's a, a, a like, I, yeah. fuck, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this was kind of based on that idea. Because same thing happens where there's like, you know, there's some like affairs, of course. And even between people that seem like they hate each other. That's what's really interesting about that documentary. Mm. Like these people that fucking hate each other are like, oh, my God, they were fucking? What? <laughs> Galapagos experiment. <laughs> I yeah. I mean, but, it, it, where are all the kids on this island, damn it? That's what I want to know when you got there. They've been there for six years. And they're liberals. No kids. They have abortions like crazy. Who's doing the abortions? That's what I'm saying. What like, the same guy who pulled the tooth oh, out of him. Yeah. Or they probably, yeah, they take fucking, they take teeth pliers. out with pliers. Right, they, they take, take babies out with yeah, pliers. Sure they got a big enough <laughs> pair of fucking pliers. how this pliers works, right? Or, yeah. yeah. I mean, they say that they're they going back to the mainland. They got them out. There you go. They're oh. going back to the mainland and getting supplies, so they're getting condoms that's made, you know, but I'm, I was still sitting there going like, you're perfect utopia. That's because that's another thing that would screw up here. <laughs> yeah, I want to know where, where's uh, all the poop at. It's in, uh, beach. in a ravine. No, it's on the drug dealer side of the fucking. Oh, yeah, did we mention that? That's where you know. Well, that's the caveat to this perfect existence. It's a shared island. On, yeah, on the other side of the island, there's a Farmers. massive pot farm run by yeah. like Taiwanese. Well, I guess they're farmers, but just AK forty-seven toting farmers. Yeah. Hey, you just wait. It's coming. And they have an agreement with <clears throat> the hippies on the other side that are the, the libertines. What are we going to call them? Hippies no, doesn't seem right. fucking hippie. Yeah, they're very, they're very <laughs> libby. They're very. <laughs> Which, free spirits. I thought that was kind of an interesting idea. I don't know how much I bought it, but the idea that like you've got like this heavily armed group on one side and they just kind of came over to the unarmed group on the other side and said, it's okay. You can live here. Just don't bring anybody else. That's the rule. Like usually in that kind of situation, one side ends up destroying the other side, taking yeah, right. the whole thing. Sure. Okay. These are cool farmers with well, machine guns. Yeah. And like they said, yeah, they're just farmers, you know, as long as they're not disturbed, like as long as the status quo stays the status quo, then and they have to happen. grow their own. They can't smoke any of the drug dealers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pot. Right. They got to keep their own supply. But uh, we're forgetting also that, I mean, if we want to go back a little bit, um, Leo gives a map to these two idiots. Like, well, I don't know. I don't understand. Like, the first time I saw it, I didn't really think much of it. But I don't know why 
like his character would give a, the map to these two. Well, he doesn't know stars. where he's going. First of all, and well, like he said, what, he's, what did he, he say? Says, he he wanted to bring that, a little something from that's home. Part, no, he yeah. says that's part of. Oh yeah, he also says that. Yeah. He says that's part of part of being a traveler is spreading the knowledge of where you're going. And I kind of like that idea. You know, but that's why people write travel logs. And, right. You know, you're sharing. You're just sharing something. You know, and he's kind of like joining a part of this mythos, right? It's a right. big. I'm kind of wondering where other people have heard about it, right? Because somebody brings it up to him, you know, when he's he's like locked yeah. out of his when he's locked out of his uh, hut or whatever the fuck he's at. Well, yeah, that's the two guys that bring it up. Yeah, yeah I'm sure well, yeah. that's a story that just floats around that island. Well, the whole time they're traveling, too, he's the third wheel. Like, the whole time they're traveling, and then when he gets locked out of his hut, these two jabronis are the ones yeah. that invite him over to their hut and he smokes some weed and drinks some beers and he bonds with them. That's the first like real fun he's had besides watching this couple make out in front of him. And, you know, and he, he, I mean, he has a huge crush on the girl. Like he's just been the third wheel the whole time. And so I think he was just like, he didn't know there was going to be a whole community on this beach. And so he's like, eh, Hey, it'd be all right if I had yeah, some girls there to smoke <laughs> <Yeah>. pot with. <laughs> Bring the jabronis. But it's also, you know, when he was doing it, I was thinking, like, why would you? Because you can see the conflict, you know, in his face, I guess, when he's like, should I tell them? You know, they're telling me about this beach. I know about the beach. Should I give them this information? And then he decides to do it. And it kind of read right or wrong that it was like, Somehow by having the secret knowledge, that gives you, like, a little bit of power. It's yeah. in his power to give this to them. And so that's him somehow exercising, you know, what we yeah. see of his character later on in the movie. Yeah. But, well, and I mean, I guess another question that's raised Irresponsible, is... Irresponsible, but, you know, that's, that sets up the Well, but he doesn't point. know it's irresponsible. I mean, as far, as far as he yeah. knows, it's a beautiful it's a beast. Yeah, and that's it. Well, but because <laughs> a guy named Gaffey fucking told him <laughs> yeah. to seek, I mean, at that point, right. he really has no, uh, you know... I'm going to draw you a map, it Colin. It's like, <laughs> what gives what gives Daffy, Daffy the uh, <laughs> the credibility, I guess? Why, why is Daffy... Right? Incredible character. Well, Fucking maps drawn in crayon. I think, I think he just wanted to go on an adventure and he had. Yeah, whether it was like, there or not. Yeah, whether he was there or not, at least they tried to do it and they didn't, you know, conform to the norm. Yeah. Born to the conform norm. to the norm, baby. Is that copyrighted? <laughs> conform to the norm. 2016. That's like a, 19, a 1980s, like a 1991 <laughs> rap song. Conform, conform to, to the, the norm. norm. Conform to the norm. Yeah, yeah for like a no, soundtrack of some sort. Yeah. A pizza commercial? Or? Yeah, conform to the norm. That's no, uh, like, avoid oh, yeah, the, the dominoes. Norm. Yeah. <laughs> you can avoid the norm. Yeah. Well, so conformed uh, <laughs> to the norm. <laughs> Domino's had norm. away the norm. Uh, but also, I, I, I think it's because I. Uh, well, this is my theory or my hypothesis that uh, <laughs> the fact that Duffy killed himself, Daffy kill, killed himself, gave it more of a weight. Right. You know, like that. Maybe this really is real because the last thing that the guy said to me, and who knows, the guy was probably like goofballs. And well, he left himself. it, left it just hanging on his door. Yeah. Well, in that scene, there's like it's also yeah. there's all sorts of like magic portents to that, right? I mean, there's the lady out, you know, whatever, washing the electrical sockets. Uh, who's like, oh, mail, you have mail in the door. He turns around, he sees the, the message mm. on the door. She's gone. The door's open. Daffy's blood all over the place. I mean, it's like, it's kind of like, this is a message from beyond the grave that's meant just yeah. for you. Also, yeah. did um, Daffy knew his name, mm-hmm. 
but Richard never said his name. That was kind right. of yeah. when you would say Magic Portends to yeah. it. That kind of fits in with it as well. It's yeah, like, right. Richard. Yeah, yeah he said, nice to meet, meet you, Richard, but he never yeah, introduced like, he himself. he never gave his name. I'm kind of upset that we don't know why Daffy. I mean, because, I mean, if being on the mainland drives Daffy to fucking kill himself. Well, That's not what did it. Not Daffy, being, the way, well, maybe, okay, I don't know. did it? I got that Daffy went, the through, and all he that went through the same thing yeah. that DiCaprio did. Yeah. Which is why DiCaprio keeps identifying with him in the later half of the movie. Mm-hmm. And so that, he couldn't live with it. No. But the idea that he was becoming but, depressed on the island. So, yeah. But hold on, was he outcast on the island? I mean, because the, okay, I mean. That's what it feels like. It's quite though, right? possible. Like, like went, DiCaprio had no one says anything. That's the only. I wish right. somebody said he was like outcast or something right. yeah. because it's like you, Dic- you tell he's fucking loony. But. Right. It feels like DiCaprio had something that that kind of snapped him out of it, but Daffy never did. Yeah. And so he kind of went fully nuts. Mm-hmm. And I think it was when well, it was the DiCaprio saw those kids get shot. Right, when he gets sprayed in the blood yeah. in the face with blood, that's when he snaps out well, of it. And that death becomes real, like the other ones before. Because, yeah, when and he's you, death, yeah. he's dead, he's like, oh, it's like looking at something that's not, you know, whatever, like, oh, it's almost like watching all the TV and shit has, yeah. has nulled your senses or whatever. It's, it's like you were saying, like, even when you're seeing it, you want it to be more real. Yeah. Right. He's, it, yeah. it still is like a movie. Which, you know, even I've when been you're at, there. You dude, know I've been I mean, at fucking yeah. concerts and felt that, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, fuck, I thought this would have been more like, I don't know. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, watching too much shit on screens. Like, yeah, doing real us. shit isn't, isn't as important anymore because you can, you can fool your brain into having the same experiences by, by watching shit. But when he is the cause of the thing that happened, I think that's when he snaps out of it. Because he is the reason why those people are dead, basically. He gave him the map. He, he, you know, they came to the island and they died because of him. Yeah, but, well, okay, I mean, I get what you're saying because he has that moment, I think, when the final, the, there's mm. four people, the fourth one dies, the blood sprays on his face. But up until that point, and even there, yeah, with the hiss, <laughs> it's like, that's where I was like, am I supposed to be empathizing with this character? Because he's, uh, I mean, he, you know, there's the lying thing, which we have to address, you know, yeah. which is his character flaw. But then at this point, you know, I mean that is his the 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 <laughs> elder of the tribe, the Tilda Swinton character, basically says, you know, they see that these other people are coming that he gave the map to, and she's like, you're going to stay up here, you know, and you're going to get the map back, and he's like, but how? And she's like, just get the fucking map back, and I'm like, right then, it's like, well, he's got to figure out a way to kill these people, right? He's going to kill them and get the map back, and so. By proxy, basically, like running around the jungle like Kurtz from the Apocalypse Now. He yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh, native, uh, you know, the jungle puts a zap on his head. Uh, he uh, engineers their death. And I'm sitting there going like he's he's you know in that scene where he's you know it's all like tense. He's running around in the jungle and he's looking. He sees them in the field. He sees the gunman, you know, closing in. It's like, are we supposed to be rooting for these people to get killed? Right. Because that's like what he wants. He wants, you know, and the tension is like maybe they won't get killed. And he'll have to deal with the fact that, you know, they're on the island with the map. Yeah. Well, and I guess, okay, maybe he does go a little Looney Tunes up there. But why, in God's name, doesn't he take one of the boats? Like when he first gets put on the hill, why doesn't he take one of those boats over to the mainland and be like, hey, give me that fucking map. You guys aren't going. 
Or just be like, there's drug dealers over there with guns. Yeah, yeah right. Do, do something. We like, don't believe you, man. You just came. <laughs> well, it's fucking true. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, I mean, if he is prepared to watch them die, then I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you do. Do you? He could kill them over there. Right? Well, but he's, he's playing a game, right? Yeah, that's, that's why yeah. he turns yeah. video games because he's still thinking of things through a. A he's in game warped mode. mindset, yeah. right? He's in yeah. game, he's in game Everything's mode. Everything's a like, movie. He's playing Apocalypse Now. He's playing the video game. He's until mm. he actually sees the people not, die. Right. Not in day one. one like, not in day one. Day one, he's still normal. He's like, fuck, I got to get off this fucking hill. Why doesn't he just go on that first day? I guess that's my question. He doesn't want to give up. But, he, but at that point, I think he still <laughs> wants to get back there. He wants to yeah. get back to the utopia. Well, he they, can. I mean, uh, he just has to get out. that map. Right, and but in the meantime, the he goes crazy. But that not in the first day when he's on that. No, right. He could, he well, could she, have could, well, she told him to sit there right. until they come there. But it's yeah. Well, yeah. Francois or whatever it is, like Francois. Yeah. That's the girl. The girl. Name. During, the French girl. Yeah, Francois. She has very French. His lady interest. During that first day, didn't she come up and and tell him that she knew that he Slap cheated on her? Out of him. And then so yeah. he's like, well. Well, I gotta get the map back because they're never gonna let me back. So everyone hates me because yeah. Tilda Swinton fucking told everyone that we fucked. Right. And everyone hates me. Okay, so in the first hour, <laughs> like if it were me, I'd be like, all right, what's the easiest way out of this? Those poor kids are gonna die no matter what. If I go over there and get that map, then at least it's not on me. You know, like they, the, the utopia won't be ruined because. The farmers, like, maybe the kids found the place, you know? But the fact that they have that map is, like, hard mm-hmm. evidence that yeah. somebody gave them the map. So yeah. just go over there and get the map. I mean, I think he's just hoping that they're he's not they're not going to come over. Yeah. You know, because yeah. he told them that it doesn't exist and all this shit, you know? And it's still, like, you know, those people would have to still somehow, what, do, like, a, what, like a three-mile, four-mile, like, swim or whatever the fuck, you know, yeah. like what they had surfboards or some shit. Yeah. Well, yeah, they were... So I think he's just hoping they're not. Yeah, they're the rev. I I, I think they're just hoping. Nah, they'll you know they'll just they're gonna fucking hang out on the beach for a little bit and hopefully get bored or whatever. (laughs) They're not gonna try to come for it. Yeah, but he gets all ninja like with the farmers. He's sneaking around, and you know I think the idea you know it's well he's on hallucinogens. He's eating some kind of you know like little worm or mushroom mushrooms and stuff. So he kind of gets the idea that like I am the jungle and it's mine, and so he can sneak around into the bunks of the uh, the sleeping farmers and pick up the AK forty seven. And you know it's like if I wanted to kill you right now, I could, but I'm not going to. Huh? Like later, yeah, later he on, knows he knows about, about it. it. It's yeah. so funny. Like, <laughs> he took You're the bandana. smart little boy who's been running around. Yeah, okay, around. maybe because yeah. he took the bandana, maybe. But yeah. how does he know about picking up the gun and all yeah. that? I mean, he knows, like, it, it was, it's like yeah. he, he almost looks like, this guy is fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want him, I guess. This guy's yeah. nuts. <laughs> but he could have, if he was playing ninja like that, I'm saying he could have taken a boat, slow boated over to, you know, yeah. fast boat, right? Snuck around and, while they're sleeping, take the fucking map. Then engineer all the traps, get him killed. <laughs> engineer all the traps, just turn into Home Alone. Yeah, and then he could be. Well, he yeah. was doing that it. Was Predator. It was. It's I was pra- like, yeah, oh, yeah, was, he's yeah. playing Predator. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Kill me. I'm here. Do, Do it now. Yes. I'm here. Kill me. <laughs> but yeah, we missed a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No, we yeah. Other things. We really, just the uh, what the the shark. Yeah, the shark. Oh, uh, the shark. He kills the baby shark and. Uh, 
and bugs. Well, even even has like to make the point of like you kill a baby shark, then a mother is gonna come. Whatever the fuck. Yeah. What do you what do you do when the mother comes or some shit? Yeah, yeah. Bugs. The every, you have to have an asshole in every, I guess in every society, and bugs is the one that. It's the asshole. Well, it's the assertion of the alpha, right? Yeah, in the, the tribe. Alpha, right. Yeah. Because if Tilda Swinton is the, uh, what would you say, the alpha female? Yeah. It's not an alpha female. Is it? What is it? The, I don't know. She's the queen. She's the queen? The queen? The, the first lady? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The mother? The mo- mother queen? Yeah. <laughs> then Bugs anything, would be the, the queen mother. The alpha That's what it is. I think, I think, if anything, Tilda's the alpha. And bugs, yeah, is right. The beta. Mm. Well, because there, this is a liberal world, so of course the female is like the, uh, you know, <laughs> come on. Well, but it's it, two thousand. They didn't have liberal world. It's back also then. the. Uh, <laughs> it's also the idea of the you know once you're in like you know the earth the mother she's the mother of yeah. the, the yes. children right she yes. seems to be the most they're assertive all children so she's you know and they're like, like early on figure headmistress. Yeah. Sorry. Hey, I'm still trying to give her time. Yes, one. But I mean, Bugs doesn't seem. I mean, when you first meet him, he doesn't seem uh, threatened by Leo. Right. You know, he just thinks that he's like he can't do anything. I wonder if you have any talents. I think is what he says. Mm-hmm. And then it's not until he kills the shark when he's like, "Oh, this guy. You know, this guy's actually performing." Or and the, the he catches a lot of fish, so mm. Leo proves himself as a fisherman. But yeah, I think that is, he's definitely. Concerned about his place in the tribe, but I think, yeah, he feels threatened at that point. But I think that uh, Tilda or Sal, 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 Sal is uh, definitely like she, just the way she is when they go back to the mainland. You know, like I'm gonna go play some pool. You warm the bed for me. You know, like she is in <laughs> control of, of everything that goes on. Yeah, get some bed. sleep. I may want to have sex with you again in the morning or before breakfast. I, I may wish yeah. to have sex with you again before breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Well, she, her, I thought her character pretty much announced her. Into, I mean, it was it was an interesting growth to see the extension of how far she was going to go. Her character's philosophy is, even if it takes a little pain, mm. that's it's worth that in order right. to keep what we have here. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's and then you just kind of watch that go fucking out of control. Right. You see it in little increments. Starts with like the dentist. The guy wants to go see a dentist, and she would she say no to that? She says yeah. absolutely not. Yeah. Guy gets his teeth pulled out, and then it slowly progresses as you go, and you see how far she's willing to go to keep the secret mm-hmm. because that is the thing that is sacred. Yeah. But that's what makes you wonder: like, is this society worth saving? I mean, the the moment you know, I think. Well, but they're lying to themselves. Like, especially when they when the dude gets bit by the yeah, shark. Yeah, that's where I was going. Yeah, and they, you know, like he they're. He, He's like whining from the pain or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And I like the point that they made that it's easy to uh, ignore something when uh, something just dies and goes away, but when it's there constantly reminding you, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and then they just like put them off in this little fucking tent. I mean, they just, they won't, oh, they're such liberal fucking pussies, they won't kill him. But they'll just leave them out in the fucking woods to fucking mm, passive aggressive approach. Yeah, it's fucking. That's what I love about that mindset. You know, I love that. Did the French guy stay with him the whole time? Yes. Yeah, yeah, because he's a compassionate dude. Well, I mean, but that's. I mean, I don't know how this would break down in reality. We're going with whatever the movie has given us, but it was like kind of disappointing that the French guy is the only one who's like, this is wrong. What you monsters? Well, there you do. <laughs> yeah. But he had to yeah, do something. Really, he like came with his girlfriend. Leo took his girlfriend. He's like, you're a dick. 
And then, like, he kind of quit being in the movie for a while, right? Yeah. yeah. He faded into the background. Like, God, dude, that French dude just, like, pushed off, man. He's just, like, stupid <laughs> Leo. Pushed off. Yeah. Do, do you get the sense that's, that... That's what they call it. <laughs> <laughs> when Leo makes the comment, you know, like... We like to ski. The idea that when you just uh, when when you either want when this happens, you either want them to die and go away or get better. Mm-hmm. Do you get the sense that this has happened before? Like they've lost others, and there's been other oh maybe sure. funeral or maybe yeah. Like Daffy's uh, witnessed it too, well, but for them it's like like they're like get oh, them out of here. Yeah. Which and then he because I'm I'm thinking like are there other graves? On oh, this there has to be. Yeah. I'm for, in I six years more. they've been there on the island. Six years. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm this sure is like a like a metaphor for like the whole like hippie hate Ashbury thing. You know, I mean, because of how much. I mean, because like hippies, yeah, they all talked of love and peace, whatever. But there was so much rape and fucking drug. I mean, it was really, you know, they had a face for what really was just. Complete fucking, uh, what would you want to call it? Well, they Just didn't excess, call them dirty right? hippies for nothing, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, yeah, so just living to excess is somehow their version of freedom, but living to excess is what you trample on fucking other people's any sort of, uh, well, I mean, it didn't. I mean, you know, I didn't take it as like this movie was in favor of the lifestyle. I mean, it does seem no, like, definitely not. If you're, you know, the whatever the, the authorial stamp on the movie seemed like it was like, look at, you know, how awful this stuff is. And I mean, but it gives you an awful person, too. I mean, I guess he has to be in order to fit in with that society. He has to be like a more an ideologue. It's whoever has an ideal, like, you know, whoever has a fucking, this is the best, perfect is the enemy of good. We were talking about that a little earlier. You know, whenever you try to make something perfect, you fuck up at the chance of it being a good, you know, place. Because, like, there's no such Mm -hmm. thing as perfection. You you create this idea in your head, this ideal that you can never. Yeah, you really can't do it. You know, I mean, fuck. Yeah, in the perfect world, you don't need Tilda Swinton, you know, basically swinging the hammer. Yeah, because things would just write themselves. And, you know, yeah, perfect. <laughs> and in the perfect world, if if you're in that mindset that you know you're looking for the perfect world, you overlook all these things like giving a map to somebody or you know uh, the whole going with Tilda Swinton, thinking that everything's going to be cool and she's not going to try and bone you. You know, I mean, like, of course she's going to... Oh, how many yeah, times once again, that In the reality. <laughs> but, and not to have, like, any responsibility. Everybody just lets her, uh, whatever her name is, uh... Sal. Sal. name, and she's just Herdiger some fucking, some, like, Sal. What the fuck's that? She should be, I don't even know. Who's Francoise? Francoise in Looney Tunes. It's not her. I'm talking of the original. Oh, yeah. oh, she, is she the female skunk? Pepe Le Pew's girlfriend. I don't think she yeah, has a name. No. Just rape victim. My little... She wants it. <laughs> Always by the end of the cartoon, too. Always. She wants it. As long as she wants it in the end. That's all that matters. If you have to be per- persistent... What end does she I want will, it? Yeah, we're going to just turn it to a, yeah. a Pepe Le Pew review. <laughs> Uh, oh, the car- okay, so the the, the treachery of the uh, the Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, the guy's a liar from the get go, right? From the get go, well, it's so- just like, would you come to a beach with me? I want to fuck your girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole point, right? He already knows they're dating. Like, he's, you come me and your girlfriend. He's I mean, pretentious. You two and me. He's immature. He's We're- a liar. 
he is. Yeah, he pretty much does say it too, right? right? The yeah. very beginning, he's like, I mean, me and your girlfriend. I mean, you and your girlfriend and me. Yeah. I mean, he says it. It's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I want to fuck her. I mean, fuck shit. I mean, a little bit. I mean, just a little. Ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like that character. That's that's why I say the American thing because he's American, and you know the others are foreigners as far as. Like the ones that, there's some girls in the background that are crying and laughing that we don't know what they are. But, <laughs> but for the main part, yeah, like there's like Germans he, and Swiss and Leo is representing America in this film, right? I mean, all no of America. Else. Well, come on, I yeah, know. all of white America. <laughs> for sure. So that's why I'm like, on I don't think he's representing a generation. I think you know it is like I, a little bit. Is it the? It's the feel good, do it generation. It's the, it's the spoiled, generation yeah, of me. Well, it's the, I guess because the whole idea of the beach is like you go there and it's a place where you live in paradise. And you don't have to do anything. You have no responsibility. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when he gets do. there, the reality is, it's like, well, somebody still needs to fucking cut, cut the sugar cane and, you know, yeah. all this stuff. And if but, I fuck yeah. your girlfriend, you're going to get mad about it. <laughs> you yeah. have to exhume responsibility. Yeah. Which I'm yeah. kind of weird about, too, because it's like, okay, you guys are living on a beat. I mean, uh, what are you going to, you going to get married or uh, you gonna, that's why I was kind of, I was like. I thought these people would be a little bit more liberal when it comes to the sex, right? Right. They're already hippies. I thought everybody would was fuck everybody. Kids. kids everywhere. No, just throw the babies <laughs> in the fucking beach. That's what makes the fucking <laughs> goddamn water so crystal. <laughs> we are coming this out hard parenthood. against parenthood in this podcast. <laughs> no, Holy liberals. shit. Liberals. <laughs> it's not parents. It's liberals. Hey, you're a part of this now. <laughs> we only have one parent. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the hippie people. So it makes the, the beaches so white. Mm. Jesus Christ. So he yeah. like what? <laughs> this one makes the beaches so wet. Oh, wow. Not wet, white. <laughs> Still, I'm The ground sorry. up bones of babies. I apologize. <laughs> the tears of children is what <laughs> makes the crystal clear waters of the beach. Jesus, Sean, how could you say something like that? I know. It's horrible. <laughs> but, I'm sorry. All right, so wait, so we're counting his lies, right? So this guy lies about like uh, you know when he gets there. Did you show the map to anybody? No. It's like the, right even there. It's like at some point, this is going to come back to bite yeah. you. And well, he yeah. just thinks it's not going to. Right? Just... <laughs> Did I, does she get up and like go and check the island every day? Is that like part she of her must. duty? Yeah, like get the binoculars and go check just to make sure. Or they're probably having. Like, they have to be. Yeah. And she saw the fire. Maybe. I mean, maybe it feels like just to like. I I feel like for her character, she's that. She wants to protect it so much that she would get up at least, you know, or someone's assigned to it, but she would get up at least once a day and go binocular the beach just to see mm-hmm. if anything is coming. I'm sure, right? Yeah, because yeah, all she wants to. to do is secret, 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 keep it yeah. secret. Uh, with secret. the amount she wants to protect it, I'm sure she, I'm surprised she doesn't have someone like standing guard every night, like yeah. the night watch. Yeah. Yeah, like somebody should be on that hill. Every if they made night. that movie now, watch. somebody would be, yeah. I think. Yeah. Somebody would be out there with it. Yeah, there, there would be. After, it feels like there would be guns. Oh, well, Homeland Security. With this after group 9/11, of people, somebody, I don't you know. know. <laughs> sure. Well, you have to have. That's somebody. why everybody was so shocked at the end. Like, I mean, do we want to get to the end? I mean, we got no, no, a little. No. I mean, I kind of the end of this movie. I've got a little bit of a problem with. It. I mean, basically, okay, Leo goes crazy the hill waiting for these people. We said, yeah, he makes cat noises or the fuck snake noises. <laughs> But then comes to his senses when blood spurts on his face. Then all of a sudden, life is real. I've been living the real life so long. All the 
the the television mindset has been ripped away and having blood on my face. Now I'm like, this is real. Well, this is life or death. This is, you know. But there's a moment where I think they address that. It's where he comes back at night and he's looking through the Venetian blinds. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, he's on the outside of they're They're all in there. That was dancing. right after. Yeah. So he's come back and it's like, you know, the experience that he's been through now has like changed him so much because he's gone. I mean, it is like heart of darkness, right? Mm, it's yeah, fucking yeah. apocalypse now. He goes off and in, into the jungle and deep into himself and finds the animal and then comes back and it's like, I don't belong here anymore. You know, I don't belong. But at the in same this- time, the animal is a facade as well because as soon as some real shit happens, it goes away. I mean, it just drops. That's why he's like, blood on his face. <laughs> and he's like, Oh my God! We have to get the fuck off this beach. <laughs> like, I mean, he just—he's not that either. He thought he could be that. He thought he could be those. Because I mean, this whole time he's been running away from technology. He's been living to provide and all that shit. What did he? Did he scream that on his uh, yeah, when he yeah, finished? Yeah, I yeah, provided yeah. or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, yeah, he's living for the first time like a man. You know, shit. I mean, that's, that's and that. Yeah, I mean, that's which, all of his because that's. That's so false because his pretension, like when he's like he he gets one fish and like these people have been fishing for six years providing he gets one fish he's like and I told Eve that Adam will provide you know, like <laughs> well, what I the think, fuck I that, think it's just no but I think that's a fish. no I think that's a real thing though I think so many people will never know what it's like to start a fire I mean we live in that type of world now where people are so yeah. fucking cut off that mm. if you took away the shit around them they just starve to death and you know they would just die because they're we're that far removed from how to actually take care of ourselves and what's really important mm-hmm. so I can see why he does that but at the same time like I said he's going he's just going the opposite opposite extreme he's not you know yeah i'm running away from technology but yeah i'm gonna be this fucking snake man like well, but running around really, and but now think about it because like, like he comes back in his first like order of business is like he's gonna go after francois and the other frenchy and like we're gonna get off the island you know the the drug runners are coming and i don't know what they're gonna do but we have to leave now so his first instinct isn't to save the the collective or you know do anything well, like human right yeah. he's still like I want to get off. I don't want to go alone. I'm going to go with these people uh, that I came with. Yeah. And, you know, so he's like, well, let's not even tell them. And then it's like, you know, because they're like, well, we can't leave the fucking guy with the gangrene leg, the shark attack victim. And then he's like, you know, you guys go wait by the boat. So he's going to kill the fucking guy because he's, uh, you know, already, you know, he's already done this. He's well, he, a least, he knows point. the reality. I don't think he's a killer. He just, he knows a reality that these other people don't know. They're, he's not living in a utopia, but yeah. he's not living the same. He just knows that, dude, this guy's not going to survive. He's not going to, you know, let's get fucking real. You know, he's already dead. Yeah, he, Gangrene is going through his body. He can kill the guy because yes. I think he killed the other four people by proxy. He's already he a murderer. He feels like he has blood on his hands. So he, right. he, he, then he's also outside well, the utopia the ex- now. Like, he doesn't mm-hmm. have that same feeling that they had earlier where they can't kill him, so they just get rid of him. Like, he's not part of that anymore. So he has the ability but to he do doesn't, that. But I still, because, like you said, he saw it's them just the experience. Early, like, I don't know. He's not like a killer. No. He's not no. like a, I now can, you know, he's, he just knows a reality of death and life. You know, just going away from the television screens and learning about fucking, hey, hey, you know, you, you got, you know, life or death out here. You blah, blah, blah. I just think he, he knows now. He just knows it, 
you know, at the beginning, oh, I'm so shut off from what I'm looking at if it was only reality, blah, 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 blah. But now it's this, like, real thing to him. He knows, yeah, I mean, he knows what he has to do at that moment, but, like, he didn't care about the dude in the tent until it was going to fuck up his plans. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, he was fine with leaving that guy out there to die, you know. He knew he was going to fucking die. Everybody knew, but he wasn't going to do anything until, like, Okay, well, the only way this is a means to an end. I have to kill this guy so that we can get the fuck out of here. Like, basically, was I think was his mindset. And yeah, he does know the reality of it. The guy's gonna die, but he didn't care until you know that but, point. But but he had his like trip in the woods. Like he didn't care while he was with the group because when you're with a collective, you'll do anything to keep that collective. You That's know, true. Yeah, how it is, yeah. regardless of fucking the idiotic shit you'll do. Once he was removed from it. And then did his fucking man in the wood thing. That's when it's like, well, I just think it was a, it's a harsh reality. These fucking utopian liberal people ain't going to fucking deal with it. Uh, not even Ben, the totally, you know, I mean, is it, was his name Ben? What the fuck was his was name? Was that? Which I don't one? even know. The Bugs? French guy. Ar- Ar- oh. Artis. Artis. Oh, Artista. Yeah, I don't know Artis. his fucking name, Ben. I've been thinking yeah, his name was Ben. I don't know why. But I can't remember. Artistes. Am I the only one who read that as he was trying to kill those people? No? Kill who? The four people. Like he was trying to kill them by using the no. drug dealer. I think it I didn't. It didn't. No, know. it wasn't set up I mean, to be. Once as, you said that, I was kind of like, like that's maybe. what I was. But that's what I was looking for, especially when he's like sneaking around them, and then he throws the rock. Yeah. It feels like he's setting it up to yeah. like I can draw them out yeah. when they get here yeah. for them to kill them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I he's, felt that. Yeah. Now I felt that too. So but also, it doesn't. So he doesn't have to get his hands dirty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he's putting them on edge, so they'll be looking. Yeah. Something he was setting a but, trap because he even fucking says it. So, but I think, like, but these are will be my defenders, you know, whatever. Yeah, well, he, that's the thing. He still be, thinks it's a, the, he's it's a game, yeah, and but that's he's what he's setting doing it up to kill them when they come over so he can get the map and be absolved in the eyes of the community. But he the, kills the, them. I think so. And but when he realizes farmers. that, that's what snaps him out of it. Yeah, because when the blood splatters on his face, yeah, because he thinks he's still he thinks he's not going to be affected by the deaths. He's still it's thinking the game. It's, it's there going is to pawns. be a non-reality the same way it was when he was looking at Daffy. But it's not that when he, because like you said, he has a hand in it. He, yes. He fucking designed it. He, yes. And then he's like, well, fuck, this is a reality. You know, this yeah. isn't, you know. This is how it is I'm not here. playing a game, you know. Yeah. But then it's like the movie actually does advance it to the next stage where he actually has to kill the fucking, he kills, he murders the guy in the, I mean, well, it's a mercy killing. Because sometimes yeah. it's still, he kills still. that guy in the tent. I mean, it's kind of that thing. But he's where the only one who can. Until you have to kill somebody, basically you don't know. Practice. You know. I mean, it's kind of weird in saying that, but yeah, until you kill somebody, you don't know your reaction. You don't know how you're gonna yeah. whatever. You don't know. And like, you know, you can plan. Yeah, like you can plan it like a game as much as you want. The first, the only one that's like actually like real, real. I think. I mean, after the kids die is. When he, he had planted the trap, you know, with the bamboo spikes, when he sees that guy, you know, that guy went down. Who knows? I mean, that guy's probably going to die. I don't know. But he... The, he well, at that but, point, he knows he's doomed. He knows that he's doomed the community, which is why, why I'm like, 
did mm-hmm. he set those traps for like to engineer the whole fucking thing? I think just in you case know? he had to get away <clears throat> from anybody, right? Maybe, yeah. He's and then it became just a, I don't, yeah. I don't think he was thinking of like fully grasping like the consequences of what would happen if someone actually fell on this. And yeah, he was just like. He was odd, like he was playing jungle. Yeah, he was yeah. playing jungle. Yeah, like he wasn't like actually. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't playing actually like, oh, if someone horror. falls in this, uh, they're gonna get I stabbed see. to death. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. It, and then their yeah. guys are gonna follow that yeah. trail right back to yeah. you know yeah. home base. Yeah, but of course the drug dealer <laughs> farmer guys uh, storm the uh, the little uh, village hut when uh, the chick is making her speech about them being there for six years. And I just like, oh man, I fucking hate this. I mean, it, it's a cool idea that the farmers like, you know, Leo. Well, she turns on Leo and tells the farmer that he's the one that drew the map. Like she tried to, you know, she tried to uphold the deal she had with him, but <laughs> but Leo drew the map, and so he he uh, leaves one bullet in his revolver and tells the chick that, like, if you want to stay here, you got to kill. And that's when all the libs are like, oh, no, oh, oh, you know, because it's like, you know, their leader's taking a gun and is going to kill, you know, do some violence. And Wait, we're saying that's a bad thing, right? It was to them. To them, yeah. Because, uh, like I said, they don't like responsibility. They don't like looking at actions and reactions. They just want to live a carefree life regardless of what it costs. You know, that's the whole point. The whole point is right. they don't have to see the cost need, or deal with yeah, the cost. Yeah, as long as we don't need to look at it, we're willing right, which to. Which is the shark victim guy. As long as we don't yeah. have to see what's going on, yeah. we can still party hardy. Yeah. yeah. But here it's like, you know, we're yeah. going to have to watch this guy get Right. Killed. Now they're being forced to face it. But I fucking hate the And fact. if I guess you live in that society after this has happened, then you're complicit in the murder. Because you wanted him dead so you could yeah. so you ma- can continue maintain. On. But yeah. I hate the fact that. Leo had to say it. Like anytime a movie has to be like, if you pull that trigger, this is all over. Every, I mean, how many <laughs> fucking movies have made that speech that if you pull that trigger, then it's this over. is it's Unbreakable did it. Like, I mean, you pull that trigger, I'm gonna go upstairs, pack my bed. I mean, it's a very like, I don't know. Oh, I don't think they needed that line in there. It's like we got it. Yeah. We got it just by the reactions of uh, the community. We didn't right, need yeah, like yeah. him to be like, this is the point. I like the way they had that one guy go, my God, just like in the middle of it. <laughs> like, it's like he needed that just to like, you know, you know <laughs> well, like, he's the voice of the community. <laughs> I like how the, the, the drug farmer guy, he really had a look of wisdom on his face. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew, I knew this, would that happen. this would break them up. Well, because he comes in there and he's like, you all have to leave right now. And she's like, no. Because they're all ready to go. They're afraid. They have guns. Yeah. You know? Or the other guys have guns. So they're going to clear out. She's, you know, saying, no, we're staying. And then, you know, it's like the outcome of that is like, well, you either shoot him or uh, or we're going to kill you. In, I in guess, a weird way, the drug farmer is like a merciful, merciful good man. He really is. Because <laughs> yeah. he's just like, he's just a farmer. He says hippies, it. man. These guys. Like, I'm just a farmer. If I can't, if you fuck this up, I can't make money. I can't send it to my family. That's all I want. That should just be a some good weed. Like I <laughs> imagine that for an opium field or some shit. But I'm like, right, weed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, That's opium good. wouldn't be as as uh, it was two thousand. I wouldn't say politically correct, but like as permissive, I guess. In the movie, it's like <laughs> if all the kids are going to the island to smoke, oh, they're doing opium. Okay. <laughs> but if they're going to it smoke, opium oh, yeah, you know I don't know what if Twentieth Century Fox can get behind that. Weed. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, that was a big opium den. It should have been opium. <laughs> yeah, because I don't buy the, like, yeah, dude, <laughs> weed island. Like, eh. Who ever heard of an armed weed island? I mean, I'm sure they're out there. But, you know. I appreciated the fact that they gave those, the farmers, you know, they weren't just, like, the the super villains, right? Yeah. Right. That they were just, like, I mean, the, the shooting happens... But this one kind of half-cocked guy there, he's a young one. He's just like, "Eh." and now what do we do? We have to do something. Right. I thought it was kind of disingenuous for the movie. Like, after all that, they come back and they give them the opportunity. Like, now you all have to leave. It's like, well, aren't they going to all go and fucking tell? Especially because of the way they left. Aren't they going to go tell? There's a weed island. There's a weed island. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. He should have just killed everybody. Would have been a better ending. Mm. He would have. <laughs> would have made more sense, maybe. Just like, well, you got to kill you all now. I mean, we yeah, I mean, kill Leo and shit could have escaped. I mean, that'd yeah. be your ending, right? Leo escaped, learned, you know, don't then you have, weed island. Then you have more blood on your hands, right? <laughs> escape from weed island. <laughs> Copyright 2016 Saturday Night Free Show. Escape from weed island. Escape from weed island. The Travis Worthy story. That's 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 your book. I'm never gonna get out of here, man. Like ever. He's still trying to. <laughs> it's yeah, your book. Be one page. He did not escape. <laughs> the end. <laughs> not yet. So they continue. And then what? Oh, he goes in an internet cafe. Oh no, this okay, I have a huge fucking problem with this. Oh wow. yeah. damn. Yeah. Fire. <laughs> Brent's about to spit fire. Fire away. Uh, okay, you lost a lot of momentum with that. Okay, I'll, I'll get it back. Here we go. Okay. So, all right. So we just saw this character of Leo's, and it's not Leo because he's a goddamn treasure. But the character <laughs> Richard, we see him. Richard. We see this deceitful, lying, murderous bastard. You know, basically destroy this utopia throughout the whole film. And then, like, once it's all done and he's back in the States and he's at this cafe, this internet cafe, he clicks on this email and up comes a picture. And he's, like, fondly remembering, like, oh, wasn't that fun? That was a good time. That was a good vacation. And, like, the, the, half of those people are dead in that well, that's, picture. Well, but that's how it ends. The horror comes back to his face. I don't see the horror. I oh. See it. When did did nobody see else see this? Like he no. remembers the good, and then his face kind of goes. It's a little like solemn, and he's just he's remembering. He's like, oh, the good times, and then he starts remembering everything else, and his face is kind of all I saw goes was a little horrific. Nostalgia. Did nobody else? No, the, it changes. Wistfulness, right? It's wistfulness it's, because it's, he remembers the snapshot is from the happy time. Yeah, and then after that, it's like then, but we ruined it. <laughs> yeah, he no. totally remembers. Oh, yeah, we'll go back and watch. He totally, yeah. like, his I, face changes I, as I, he's remembering yeah. everything else. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Because she, she writes him the note, and then it's like, you know, Francois, yeah. and he's just like, oh, that was a lot of fun. Right. Yeah. Oh, no, it changes. But it's gone, right? It was it was a thing, and we had it, and it's really? gone. Really? I didn't yeah. take it like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I heard the, the theme from Cheers play after that scene. Really? That's what yeah. it ended for me. Didn't oh, make no. It's, <laughs> it's not a happy ending for that man. All right, so we got to talk a little bit got. about Francois. I thought that the... Really? Francois? Well, because it was an interesting uh, approach to the love interest in a, in a movie. I guess, like, where this movie went kind of 
it surprised me, I suppose. But it's like, okay, you're going to get like these three people on this beach and there's two guys and one girl, you know, at some point and Leonardo DiCaprio is your main star. So he's going to get the girl. There's going to be some kind of, you know, violent, you know, thing between the, the two guys, but that doesn't really happen. The other mm. guy's mad, but he's basically like, Shh, I want her to be happy. I will stand out of the way. Like, I'm okay. a pussy. I guess there's 20 people on this island. So, you know, I mean, oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I shall be on that giant. Roll the dice. <laughs> But uh, oh, cook, hold that, like, it again. They have like right. a, a relationship that lasts for like five minutes, and then it's gone. <laughs> he torpedoes that too. This guy fucks that up too yeah. by sleeping with uh, Tilda Swinton, hmm. and then like their relationship just like deteriorates. And it's like that just you know, shows the excess, right? It just well, shows the as long as we if it feels good, do it. That's like the motto. Yeah, because he even community. has well, that line that I thought. But was, as like, soon as good, you like mention says, it, well, he says. Uh, Something to the effect of like, like grief, love is fleeting, or what love yeah. passes, and something else more exciting, you know, comes along, which is this, yeah. you know, uh, whatever survival game that he ends up playing with mm-hmm. the. Uh, but I mean, uh, I guess to be fair, farmers. with uh, the whole Tilda Swinton thing, like he didn't really. I mean, I guess he didn't think he had a choice. But it's the lies that because. Yeah. Well, the fact that he lied about the map, and if he didn't sleep with her, she was going to tell the whole tribe. Yeah. And then they were going to. He thought he that was gonna he be. was going to be able to use that as leverage over her to keep her from telling everyone that. Oh. He, that's how. That's really. Yeah. Ooh, I didn't see it like that, but yeah, that's something. Like yeah. he, that's what I. That could be. Yeah. He was going to use that as leverage because that's how he thought she. She. she he. She, he was going to keep, like, make sure. That she wasn't going to tell anybody, because that's what his concern was: was that she was going to tell everyone that, you uh, know, he gave out an extra copy of the map, and that's what he was so worried about. So, but he yeah. says something oh. to the effect of like, "I bought," you know, she bought my or what? I bought my silence. What he narrates and says, you know, something to I that effect, right? Yeah, bought her silence. Oh, by sleeping with her, right? Yeah, and I, yeah, yeah. that's interesting. <laughs> Log jamming. <laughs> is that is that Big Lebowski? It is. Boom. Log jammers. <laughs> See, and that's interesting because I always took it as like she now she knew that she had something on him. So that's how I took it. Like she could like you know take whatever she wanted from him because he. Didn't want to give up the utopia. Yeah. So. Well, he's got the most to lose in that situation. Yeah. A. He's but, uh, well, I think got that's the how map. She took B, it, but in his mind, him. it was he, he has leverage her. over her. Mm. But she's like, yeah. Like, Man, all she has to do is say something to anyone in that community or Francoise, and like she's just going to ruin his life, like time and time again. I think he was yeah. just more worried about bugs. He thought he thought that it, you know the secret was safe because like that's, ticks. That's her. Her partner, no bugs. Her partner, the angry German. Yes, <laughs> worried about bugs like this. <laughs> we can't oh, let that oh. go, Sean. That was good. That was good. That's a way homer. <laughs> uh, so trivia for you all: this movie has at least two connections to this year's Oscars. What are Alex Garland? 
Leonardo DiCaprio. There, there you, you go. go. All right. Who's Alex Garland? Alex Garland wrote the book that this movie is based on. He's also – he wrote and, and did he direct Ex Machina? He did. He wrote and directed Ex Machina, which is uh, nominated for a few things at the Oscars this year. He's like also – Best screenplay. Best screenplay. Um, and, uh, he's no, worked with Danny Boyle. He's worked with Danny Boyle a lot of times. He, he wrote, wrote 28 Days Later. He did. He also wrote yeah. Sunshine. Yep. Danny Boyle's space movie. And he wrote one of my favorite movies of the past couple of years, Dread. He did write Dread. Oh, yep. Yeah. He did indeed. And DiCaprio is up for, as we record this, boo. nominated yeah, boo. for an boo. Academy Award for boo. The Revenant. Boo, yes, boo. <laughs> Travis does not agree. Fuck no. He's horrible in The Revenant. Reverend, Reverend, Reverend. I, I think that you can definitely tell. Reverend, you can see his. I mean, I guess Gilbert Grape aside, and maybe a couple of others. You're putting uh, aside Gilbert Grape. Really? Well, I, I'm saying that uh, you can see his progression as an actor. What? Really? I can. I can. I mean, uh, I think that like Gilbert Grape and maybe even this boy's life were early enough on to where he was still pretending. Like I always say, like like kids are the best actors because they they're playing make believe. They don't know they're acting. And then once you become self-aware, your acting skills degrade a little bit. I mean, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think DiCaprio is still one of the finest actors we have out there. But I like based watching this tonight versus watching The Revenant. Like I can see a definite improvement in his acting skills in the last whatever, you know, 16 years. Mm. For sure. I'm just Wrong. putting it out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and whatever, February 28th or whatever, well, you may have to eat those words. Oh, yeah. Well. Because if the Academy says it. Okay, then it what about... Uh, you know how Leo's a better actor? Is he just does more disgusting shit now. I mean, it might like, be. That's how you're a better at. Like, in, in Django, he accidentally cut his hand, so he smeared it on that chick's face. In this, he's eating a real liver and shit, even though he's a vegan. I mean, that's like... What a great actor. Yeah, but that's, well. <sighs> what a brave actor. He's a vegan, did you know? And he ate a real liver. Him puking up, that was real. <gasps> brave. I want <laughs> to plant Travis at every Oscar event ever. So he can just be like, oh, bravo. Bravo. I want him at the Oscars. He's going, bravo, Leo. Put him alone in a room, have him cry, give him an Oscar. That's all it is. Like, he survived on his own. Crying. God, you need to be his press agent. <laughs> Holy shit. He can cry by himself. No problem. He did this when Anne Hathaway was up for late Miss. He said the same thing. She made herself ugly. She's going to win. That was so courageous. Did she, I say that? She, she shaved her head. I said yes. that with gravity. I was like, oh, Santa Ball. Oh, you're in space by yourself. <laughs> and you cried by yourself. Genius. Yeah, I swear. Fucking just rolling them out, man. It's the Hollywood machine. Just roll it. Where's the next survival crying by themselves movie? Who's going to be in that one? Ryan Gosling, he crazy big crybaby. He'll be great. <laughs> Travis reviews Oscar movies. I want this show, podcast, essay. I want it. He'll yeah. just be like, he doesn't even like movies. Why would he review them? <laughs> <laughs> this guy hates movies. He hates movies. That's what it should be called. Travis hates movies. Travis yeah. hates movies. Anyway, so somebody already took that title. Uh, so yeah, we should. Pre- well, Doug. 
Uh, oh, so, Doug loves movies. Doug loves movies. I think it would be, be Captain Schlock. <laughs> Captain Schlock. Captain Schlock. Cap- what? So, Cap- are we, Cap- what are we Schlock. doing? Do you guys like, all like DiCaprio? Like, how, are you, I, how do you feel about his movies? Like, his body of work. No, him as an good, actor. I love him. Just everything? Yeah, everything. Okay. I don't love him. He's a good actor. Don't okay. like all the movies he's in, for sure. I like a pretty good amount of them. I would say pretty good amount. I'm kind of hit or miss. And he's never become a character. No, that's, he's never that's become my problem. Someone else. That's well, my never, problem. He's oh, always never. Leo he's never, he's, in a he's movie. He's Leo. He, even, he, even, he does it really good. Like, okay, he's retarded Leo. I mean, it's, it's not becoming... He's retarded Leo DiCaprio. Yeah, that's all he is in that he movie. He can't take on different voices. When he when he yells, he, he his voice cracks like a fucking 14 year old yeah, boy still yeah. still exactly in this movie in that movie so it's just like fuck man like, what is that okay yeah. so by definition of best actor that would be like Daniel Day Lewis is like one of the greatest I don't even know what he looks like <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> I swear <laughs> I seen him in Last of the Mohicans the fucking leak I don't know what that man looks like he looks so different every time I just had to hear yeah. the name I'm like that guy was in Gangs in New York with a mustache <laughs> so yeah. next, next to next, next to Wonderful Day Lewis, and there's everybody else down the. Oh and eventually, yeah. there's Leonardo DiCaprio. He's yeah. got an intensity about him, though. I mean, he's yeah. believable. I think when they put him, but maybe they're when he's in the right thing. Him, I think. Yeah, he's you know, a great actor. Pipe. Yeah, but he's not a fucking like. Oh. Genius. But Genius. He had you know. a he had a beard in the revenant. <laughs> he did. And he grew it himself. And he kinda yeah. like stuck his lip out and did like he kinda talk like this a little bit. <laughs> no, that sounds That's like Tom Hardy. Uh, Tom Hardy. I know, yeah. yeah, he was almost better than I fuck right there. I was almost better than Leo. <laughs> yeah. I, I think Tom Hardy should get the best supporting. He should. He should for everything. Just yeah. fuck Just Tom Hardy. To him. Mm. Still think he was robbed for Bane. Still saying it because that fucking character is still like in popular culture today. Oh, you think that I should have gotten the Oscar for playing Bane? Do you know? Oh, Bane's here. Bane. <laughs> I couldn't. It was almost like <laughs> I turned around expecting him to be right standing right there. All right, so, so we yeah, we're going off the rails. Like Oscar <laughs> talk and all this dumb shit. Yeah. So what you want, oh, really want to hear, uh, listener, is our final thoughts. Uh, no mailbag this week, but if yeah. you want to get a hold of us, Don't. you can write to us. <laughs> I mean, hold on a second. No, we, we love our listeners. Yeah. Facebook.com slash yes, Saturday please. Night Freak Show or on Twitter at Sat Freak Show. Uh, so the wrap Talk ups, to us. That's right. You should. And we'll probably read it on your... Oh, that's right. And uh, we want to give a shout out to the Alakazam podcast, uh, friends of ours over there. Uh, give them a listen. They do uh, other awesome geek and uh, movie related stuff. Yes. Hello, friends. There you go. What specifically, Colin? Uh, comic books, video games. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Alex Garland also wrote a game called Enslaved Journey to the West. Won an, a, oh. an award for it. Boom. Oh, damn. Find it back. There it is. Travis is up first with. The wrap up. I uh, <laughs> fuck the beach. You fucked the fuck beach. Fuck the beach. <laughs> you fucked the beach. That's my wrap up. Fuck the beach. You know, All like right. okay, I saw this in theaters when it first came out. I'm like, you know what, dude? 
even though I fucking hate Titanic, I'm going to give this kid another shot because I liked Boz Lerman's <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. You know, it's like, I don't care if everybody's calling him a faggot and, and whatever. It's like, I'm going to pay money and go see that. I think this guy's a good actor. I want to see him, you know. And, uh, like, I really, I, I mean, lively. The big. <laughs> The first, like, 40 minutes of this movie really entertained me. Like, I mean, and I think it's because the soundtrack. Like, I don't think necessarily a lot in the movie is interesting, but the fucking soundtrack is like, dude, go to a fucking club and fucking put on this soundtrack, do some acts, and fuck. I mean, this is a fucking awesome soundtrack. And, uh... What'd you say? You gotta love a Moby? And I said it's all Moby. Is it all Moby? It's a lot of Moby. <laughs> well, that's good. But, uh... <laughs> Um, and I've always liked this sort of story. I always like the idea of people that think they have a pure idea of how to live, but they can't see what can't see the forest for the trees. I mean, right. They just can't see, you can't see your own fucked up shit. And that's what a lot of these stories, uh, whatever. But, uh, I'm a fan of those type of stories. I love these stories. And, um, but it fucking loses it. Um, during the trip out scene, when he goes on the hill waiting for those people, it just like, just fucking loses it. The pacing of this movie just goes, and then you're like, this movie won't fucking end. You know, like, I mean, you want it to wrap, it's like, these people just need to come over, we'll fucking wrap this movie up, and it just keeps fucking going on. Like, I can see why he went crazy. Because, <laughs> yeah, that part really... And I mean, maybe that was the intention right there. If they would have done it quicker, you wouldn't have believed yeah, they went crazy. Maybe, maybe he should have went crazy. I mean, maybe that ruins a little bit of the movie for me because maybe there's, maybe <laughs> I don't feel like a lo- enough time has went by. Because I mean, how fucking long were they waiting to cross over? I don't think it was that long. So I just don't buy. Like, what is it? Four days? Oh, I'm up here by myself. You know, fucking playing a video. You know. <laughs> I also don't think the, like, the whatever they use for the video game graphics were just like, what fucking video games these people play? Like, I don't, it's like Donkey Kong. I mean, yeah, maybe Donkey Kong Country or some shit, right? <laughs> yeah, like, like early Look like Sega CD or something like that, right? Late 90s yeah. when they Late shot 90s. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I, you know, and, you know, when I originally saw this movie, I mean, fuck, you said 2000? Yeah, you know, I didn't think so much about... You know why it was switching over to video games and all this shit? I just thought because he's tripping. Well, no, there's just that idea that you live on the screens, you still experience shit through that filter, right? No matter what, like you can't help but not think that way. Um, and I mean, I I don't really like how it ends because I just think it's I don't know, it's such a weird. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Uh, there's no reason to kill these kids that entered here and not kill everybody else that's going to leave. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, you'd want to keep the island a secret. Those farmer guys would totally kill all those people. They just would. And I don't like the just such a touchy-feely idea of, like, you pull that trigger all this in. Like I said, I'm just like, maybe I just heard it too many times or, or something. Yeah. But I'm just like, oh, of course. You know, just because, I don't know. Who says shit like that in the moment? Who's just like, I'm going to say something now that's extremely relevant to the fucking, to all our lives right now. Wait, I got it. He's saying stuff that he's heard in all the movies that he's watched. Yeah, maybe. Oh. It would be awesome if they showed a movie that said that, then he like repeated it. But yeah, so I'm, I'm so fucking 50-50 on this damn movie. I mean, 
I do like this movie, but it fucking, like, I don't know, the third act just fucking blows it. Blows it. So I'll still recommend it. <laughs> just because I like the topic. I mean, I'm a big... It's still hanging there. It's still up. Just because it has a bad ending, I don't think it necessarily ruins the movie. I think you're still going to like walk away with like, yeah, fuck hippies. It doesn't work. <laughs> you know, The people with the guns make more sense than the hippies. You know, they're, they're more merciful. They're more... Anyway, uh, so yeah, I, uh, I'm half, half and half here. <laughs> okay. Um, this isn't my favorite Leo movie. I, I did like this movie. It just went a little long for me. His shirt is off like 90% of That's the time. true. I mean, but he kind of. He's like no, skinny teenage Leo, though. I know. He's, he's kind of gangly. I mean, he's 90 I don't know. pounds dripping wet. Maybe yeah, girls like, like that. I don't know. Maybe. I mean. Maybe they didn't do that. I Let's ask. Would, <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, well, find us a girl. I, when I was like 17, I probably would have liked it more. But now that I'm older, um, I mean, I don't really. It doesn't have that much of an effect on me, but. Um, if he had his 90s hair, though, it might have been a different story. But I want got, that hair. I know. I got rid of that for this movie. Big mistake. But um, it, I do like this movie. It went a little long. So uh, it's, not, it's definitely not my favorite Leo movie. I would say check if you like Leo, check out his other movies. But if you're a diehard Leo fan, check it out. Kill yourself. <laughs> uh, well, this is my second time coming at it. I remember the first time I caught it during its, pardon me, uh, initial release. <clears throat> Not in the theater, whatever. But, um, but I didn't like it at that point in time. I just remember kind of being cold to it. Uh, trivia, I remember. Uh, nominated for a Razzie Award for Worst uh, Actor <laughs> in 2000. Oh, really? Ooh. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. Jesus. Oh, wow. I don't think people liked this movie at the time. I think, I he was, you know, it was coming off of the, the high of Titanic, I think. You know, it's like, what's Leonardo DiCaprio going to do next? Is he going to do, like, you know, I mean, you're supposed to do the Hollywood blockbuster. He didn't. He went and did The Beach. The beach. Um, now looking at it, you know, like, so now it's, like, kind of separated from all of the stuff that surrounded it at the time. And I was like, and, you know, I mean, it's been how long? It was 16 years. So, you know, it, and since I didn't have a favorable memory of it, it's, you know, I'm sitting there watching it. I'm like, you know, I'm kind of liking this. I, I think the problem with it is it's... uh uh, somewhere, I think, where Travis was talking about in that, the, the hallucinogenic sequence in the third, going into the third act of the movie, it's like, you know, you keep bringing Robert Carlyle back. I understand that, you know, they're trying to reinforce the, you know, and show the parallel psyche of the guy as he's losing his mind, but mm-hmm. it does go on a bit too long. Or maybe early on, you know, everybody having so much fun on the beach goes on too long. <clears throat> so it does feel overlong. But I don't think that is like, I still think it works. It's just, you got to be a little more patient with it. You're aware of the running time. It's like, you know, but uh, I think, yeah, it works as a, I guess what surprised me about it was that it was like an indictment, right? Against. So I don't want to necessarily say hippie culture, but you know, the whole, it's about like it's about irresponsibility, right? I think that's the thing. It's the idea that you can have it all, 
but you don't have to earn any of it. You just you think it's all, you know. Uh, see, I don't know. If I they, mean, the only reason I, I think it's about <laughs> hippie gold is because uh, hippies just, that went just, out in the sixties. No, but they tried to separate themselves as their own society, yeah, their own yeah. community, their own like we're yeah. going to change things, people, the and they just went all the fucking shit, you know. The cult is if you worship, so yeah, like a religious thing. But uh, yeah, I mean, I guess so. That I guess was surprising to me that it was kind of because I thought it was kind of going to be like a travelogue that was kind of you know like here's you know the perfect uh, place, and it was fucked up because there were drug dealers next to it. <clears throat> right? I guess I guess that's what I remembered. I remember guys with AK forty sevens, and I remember like that there becomes like a confrontation between the two camps. Which didn't play out that way on this watching of the movie. So it was kind of like the thing that destroys the perfect utopia is the people in the perfect utopia. And it these movies, I mean, I like this story too, but, you know, whenever you see it in, in films, but they never really suggest an alternative. It's just basically like, here's the warning story, kids. You know, this is what you don't do. In these situations, these are the things that will bring you bring this idea down. And it's like, you know, I mean, I suppose there is no alternative. The alternative, like I said earlier, is that there is no perfect system mm. that everything just corrects itself. It's like you, there has to be the application of force to hold things in line. And then that leads to dictatorships and, you know, awfulness. It's kind of like a version, I suppose, you know, calls to mind also Lord of the Flies where, mm. you know, yeah. except the group doesn't. Well, I guess they do at the end kind of turn on each other. But yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. <clears throat> yeah. Deep cut so, on Lord of the Flies. <laughs> Uh, I did like it though, so I would recommend it. I think you know, uh, it's it's interesting, you know, now to look back on that period of time and, and the music and the you know the the filmmaking style and all that. But I think it's accomplished and it's a good movie and you should check it out. I remember this movie. I think mostly by the trailer. And I think it was... I remember that, too. The trailer is what yeah. really... Do you have a girlfriend? The people are dying! Yeah. Right? Him hiding <laughs> up next to the tree, breathing uh, hard. We're not going to jump. Which yeah. is... And I think... And I know it ran... I know it ran on HBO, like, religiously when it came to that. And I don't think I ever caught the whole thing because watching this, I'm like, holy shit, I thought there were four people in this movie all together through the whole thing. And to my surprise, it's all... Whole lot going on in this movie, so I don't think I ever saw it when it originally came out. And if I did, I was like fourteen and stupid and wouldn't have gotten like some of the stuff in this. But yeah, seeing it now, I watched it. That I see because I don't remember any. Of I don't remember. I yeah, again, I remember the trailer yeah. clear as day, but the rest of the movie, nothing. You guys watched the trailer? No, but it, I it just this. I watched TV and the trailer was on a lot. Um, but I mean, watching it now, I, it's, I like this movie. It's a good movie. Again, it is, you know, it's um, a tad overly long. They kind of just went with everything in that. And you kind of can debate the ending of this movie because, yeah, I mean, they probably would have killed everybody and just gone on with it if they're trying to protect it as well. But other than that, I think everybody does a solid job in this movie. I like this movie. It was good. Ups to Leo and Danny Boyle. Good job. I recommend it. Wow. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> what do I say about Thank this? Thank you, Brent. Um, I'm, I've been listening to – yeah, I picked it. I did pick it. I've been listening to all you guys talk it? about this movie 
tonight here. By the way, we're going to go watch the end again after we're done with this. Yeah, I have a big issue with the end, but um, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm in Travis's boat, kind of. I've seen this. I saw this movie in the theater when it came out, and uh, like I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Um, but I think I was around that same you know age. Of like still like trying to find yourself, you know, like (laughs) fighting. (laughs) (laughs) Just you know, like the. uh, (laughs) What else did you watch? (laughs) Backpacking from your house to the store on the corner. Yeah, yeah. Roughing Mm. it. I was roughing it in the in the in the in the little park down the street (laughs) in the suburbs. Yeah, I was. It was tough. It was tough, and I no, but I mean, like, okay, so fine. I (laughs) it wasn't the same thing. Oh God, we bullied Brent into confessing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) It was you know, I like I was I was at an age where like I could go to college, or I could go you know overseas, or I could do something, or I could you know go explore the world, or whatever you know, like no attachments whatsoever, no sort of home. No sort of, you know, college. I was done with school. I guess I was probably in community college. But anyhow, that has nothing to do with this. I I saw this movie and I loved it. And I guess I probably identified a little bit with the idea of the character. And I like I think the first time I saw it, I never once thought that like he was a piece of shit. Like watching it tonight, now 16 years later, I kind of feel like uh, this guy like so – you could relate to it as a younger man. I could I could relate to it as a younger man and now I can I think he's I think he I think Richard is a bit of a dick. I mean because he comes over from America looking for something different. Like he's Well, he got dumped. Oh, did he get dumped? Yeah. Oh. Really? Yeah, they said he got dumped. The oh. black guy called it and he's like, "Whoa, it wasn't my fault." Because he's a pretentious ass. Of course it wasn't his fault. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good point. I, it could have been his fault. He's a fucking liar. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Like, that's a, he has yeah, no that's, girlfriend. That's a character moment. <laughs> <laughs> that's a character moment we kind of just kind of glossed over. It's a tiny one, but it, it says a little bit about him. Yeah. But, yeah, and you need something because you don't know who this guy is. But yeah. um, it's like the responsibility for him. He, uh, I don't know where it's going with at all. <laughs> I had something. Um, it was okay. So yeah, I, I saw it and then I've, I've seen it once since tonight, um, probably like five years ago or something like that. Um, but watching it tonight, I just, I feel like, I feel like this, this character, he, he's selfish and he wants, he's looking for something for himself and he, he thinks that he's going to find it, you know, out there at this mythical beach. But when he gets there, he ruins everything. He ruins everything for everybody. I mean, like, it's hard to deny. I mean, like, this, I, I think that this utopia, the idea of the utopia was fucked from the get-go anyway. But when he comes and he kind of accelerates everything, I mean, there's other things that happen, but, like, he is the problem. Um, and ultimately the reason why everyone has to leave. And I think that... Uh, I think that's an interesting, from a British filmmaking point of view, and I'm not theorizing like conspiracy. No, you could, yeah. But, this was the UN, and but, like, I mean, it could have been. For, I don't know. <laughs> for, for, well, when you said 
he's the problem. I just think any new situation yeah. would have caused the same thing. I mean, it's just a, he yeah. just happened to be the. But if they if they didn't come into that society, would it have existed in you know perfect harmony for six no. more years? I mean, because he saw how everybody ran from. <laughs> Sal, as soon as she pulled that trigger, I mean that would have happened eventually. I think the timeline is extended, but I think eventually something comes yeah, into it. That's like, it just re- Leo represents just any new obstacle anything, into yeah. a society that's trying to maintain its own fucking bullshit. Mm. Yeah, it's just you know, I mean, like elephant in the room. You can't not like consider the fact that he's American and it's a British filmmaker and we're dealing with, you know, like the American coming in or the, I mean, the French people are trying to save the, the guy, French, you know, to let's a, pivot the, to the French the book was a, it was a British guy. They, it was a British guy. It was guy. because of an American and, movie. And like we said, yeah. it was probably supposed to be Ewan McGregor. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So it probably would have been. So yeah, that's true. I mean, you're right. But I mean, I just, I don't know. I just wanted to mention that. I don't think it's a conspiracy or anything like that, but um, I, I like I like the idea that like there is the, like these people searching for a utopia that's out there and ultimately it's not you know I mean the idea that like once they get there they realize that like if anything it's worse because like we've as a society we've figured out how to deal with these things like we have hospitals we have sewers we have we have you know Food. We dentists. have water. We have running water. We have dentists. We have all this stuff. Air can do less that, sharks. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not ra- all the weed. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. If it's oh, raining out, we, we no. We have the weed. It's we it's don't here. go hungry. You know. I mean. So uh, I, I I don't know. I mean, it's an interesting film to explore. I think there's a lot of ideas and themes out there as a film. As a, a story, I think that it does fall short in the third act, like everyone was saying. I think I think it spends way too much time on Crazy Leo. And be, even before that, I think it spends way too much time showing what a utopia this is. I think that we get it from like maybe 10 minutes in and then there's like another like 20 minutes of utopia after that. Like before they go off to their... Uh, to, you know, to get the rice and get all the stuff that they and all the tampons. Well, so you could but, shorten the movie by cutting out the love interest. If he would have went there by himself, well, be a shorter movie. I, I see. I don't think you need to do that. But what does the love interest lead to? I think I, I don't think you have Nothing. to do that because from the first when when they're still at the hotel, I get the idea that like he's into her. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, so. But I mean, if you took all that out, so they weren't characters. It was just him getting the map and going to the island. Yeah, now you sound like Travis, but that's true. No, you're right. But does he doesn't really bother me because it's not a big point of the story. I like that. But does he? But does he go to the island without the woman to invite to the island? Does he get that confidence? Does he like? Does he he venture out? Women on the island. Well, he's just afraid to do shit by himself. Yeah. Well, yeah. Based on his character from the like the fact that he tries the snake blood without. I mean, there's no woman there. You know, he's Mm -hmm. just he just wants to try new things. True. But those are the only people he talks to in the whole movie. I think. I think for the black British guy. Yeah. (laughs) Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of characters in the background that like they're there, but. They don't do anything. It's like an episode of Lost. 
or it's like a sitcom, like like <laughs> it's like an episode of Saved by the Bell, where all these people in the background. But uh, so Joey has a line this episode. Yeah, um, I, I have no idea where I was going with that. Where was I? There was uh, you recommend the it. third act. Yeah, you you do. Well, okay. So I think that you can keep everything in the in the movie, like all the all the plot points and all the storyline and the character development. But I mean, like you can you can get rid of like you can cut out a ton of shit in the middle and in the end, definitely in the end, because in the end it's just him on the island. I think or on the hill. I think that if you if he goes over, gets the fucking map and gets out of there, it's a different movie that that wouldn't work. But um, I think that you could. You could just like trim a half an hour out of this movie and it would be it would be great. Yeah. For sure. Hour and a half. Ninety minutes. I mean that's all a movie has to be. Dude, I'd roll the credits at them like on the raft just going away from the island. I wouldn't even fucking show the goddamn computer cafe. Just like yeah. they're leaving the beach, fucking end a goddamn movie, like it's the seventies, you know? Yeah. Like roll the fucking credits, end the movie, story's over. I would do that too. And First, Sean, Sean, we need to go back and look at we it. We got to go back and watch it. What you're saying, it may be different, but it could change I, your whole perspective. I felt like he was looking fondly on that memory and the I nostalgia. Did I did too. I, you know, and it's, you know, Sean might be right. Who knows? Spending it might just be a. Tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> a perspective. Oh, looks bright. Here in his head while he's looking at the picture. <laughs> <laughs> no. And that's fucking Save by the Bell college years. College? College? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. Is. College years. College years. Nailed it. <clears throat> but so yeah, I mean, I would say, you know, if you're gonna I would I would recommend watching this movie at least once if you haven't seen it. But I would I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna go back to it. Maybe in another like five or ten years, but it's nothing I need to put on my shelf. I rented it, folks. Rented it. Drove like forty miles to rent it, but that's okay. You went to yeah. a building that's to right. get a movie, <laughs> yeah. yeah, forty miles away, <laughs> twenty miles, twenty miles, brick and mortar. Right. So that's it. We're wrapping up the beach. That's it. It's yeah. Wrapped. All right. So next week, I think I'm up. Mm-hmm. All right. So. so next week, one of my favorite actors is in a movie. We're gonna see Black Belt versus Black Magic as Peter Cushing takes on the legend oh of the God. seven golden vampires. <laughs> <laughs> next week on the Saturday Night Freak Show. And until then, folks, the basement is going dark. <laughs>